This is the Rhythm Authors Podcast for September 5th, 2011, episode 22, Pod Rhythm. Another edition of the Rhythm Authors Podcast. I'm joined as always by my co-host Sound Defense. Hello, Internet. How um oh how's school? Uh, you guys back at school yet? <laughs> if not, you will be soon. <laughs> I'm back at school. Yeah, how's how's school? It sucks. Sounds as it turns right. out I have class now. Oh man. Never a good time. You're going I, back to school soon. Yeah, I've got a uh, Tuesday I'm gonna start. Uh, my first class is gonna be robotics. That's gonna be fun. That's actually that actually does sound fun. Speaking of robots, harmonics. Actually, that's not the worst segue of the year. <laughs> is, is that all related to robots? I don't think so. Um, Harmonic had a PAX panel, but neither of us listened to it yet. So because we're it robots. <laughs> because we're robots. Neither of us made it to PAX, and neither of us have watched the panel yet. But uh, I think we're both going to end up watching it sometime before the next episode. So maybe Probably. we'll give our thoughts on it then, you think? I was going to watch it, but then I had to pack everything I own into suitcases. Yeah, I was going to watch it, and then I forgot. So, I don't have an excuse. <laughs> eh, well, next time. We're going to get it next time. But what we did see is the first, I guess, couple videos and information around Harmonix's iOS app, VidRhythm. Sound Defense, you know more about this than me, so you go into... Yep, VidRhythm, VidRhythm is weird. I'm going to say that right yes. off the bat. That's what I picked up from it, too. <laughs> Pretty much. It's basically, it helps you create really weird music videos out of a, a list of uh, predetermined songs, basically. Like, what you do, you feed it a certain number of sound effects, like an ah or a ting or a biz or whatever, and it will take your sound effects and the video of you making those sound effects and rearrange it in really psychedelic ways and make it so you're basically using your sound effects to perform this song while... Like, your face appears a, min- a million times on the screen. Yes, yeah. and it's it's crazy. It, it's really, really trippy. I said uh, on Twitter that it reminds me of uh, Game Boy Camera, if any of you ever found the really weird stuff that's in Game Boy Camera. Yeah. And that was retweeted by VidRhythm, which was pretty cool. Obvious inspiration. That's inspiration so cool. confirmed. <laughs> uh, no, no doubt. If, if you saw it, you would be saying the exact same things. Yeah. So yeah, that it's totally crazy. It, it's like it's like an app to make ridiculous uh, YouTube videos. Almost is what yeah. it feels like. That's fine by me, I guess. I, mean, I, I need to try it out sometime. Probably yeah, they don't have I mean, anything iOS. It's very clearly not a game. They've been upfront about that before, and then I think I don't think people were ready for how not a game this really was. <laughs> it's like okay, so it's kind of a game no, no it's not a game at all <laughs> it's not in any way a game this could have been a list of guitar tabs and people would have expected that more than what they gave us well that's that's why i like harmonics they, yeah they, so this they, is definitely unexpected they do what nintendo don't i guess <laughs> are, are we still allowed to say that uh no i'm gonna have to get that out actually sorry oh so was there any other news did we talk about something else um, I don't know if there was any other news. We had the PAX panel. There's 
um, other stuff. I don't think there's anything major going on besides that. So, uh, in the interest of filling time, and because I think it's a really cool idea, um, we're going to start doing top ten lists of uh, some of our favorite songs on certain instruments. I'm going to try and get a couple of other people from the authors, maybe even a couple people from creators, uh, maybe even just a couple people from Score Hero to just give us their top ten favorite songs, period, for DLC. It doesn't have to be all from Rock Band Network. Um, but uh, we're going to go through Sound Defense's top 10 drum list uh, right now. So, Sound Defense, kick us off. All right. Now, is, is this supposed to be all DLC? Because I still didn't fix my list up. <laughs> no, it can be anything. You know, DLC, on-disc stuff. Just top 10 songs in Rock Band. Okay. It's, so it's... don't pick songs that aren't in Rock Band. <laughs> okay. I have here my top 10 drum songs in any Rock Band. It's 70% DLC, so sure. Yes. Anyway, I, have start. To I wanted you to start a long time ago, and you still haven't started. <laughs> well, I, I, it takes me a while, man. <laughs> I, I've got to build up. No, whatever. I'm going to start. So, number 10. I whittled this list down from 42 songs, by the way, which was whittled down from all the songs. I actually went through every <laughs> single song and said, is this good? Is this good? But anyway, number 10 is uh, Llama by Fish, which... I'm sure it strikes fear to the hearts of many people. But. Yes. Rockman 3 on-disc so- on song. Yep. It's, I have one on-disc song from every game. Interesting. So deal with it. So, yeah, Llama, I mean, for those who haven't seen it, it's a very complex... It's, it's not even that complex of a pattern. It really just... It, it has m- small changes throughout the pattern, and the pattern is really fast. It's incredibly fast, and it's it's pretty intense, too. It takes a lot of stamina. And the thing is, mm-hmm. if you lose the beat, which is really easy to do, then boom, you're done. Yeah, you're done. it's really easy to just get slightly behind. Like, not even just lose the beat, but just fall slightly behind the beat. And then even then, you're just totally screwed because you're, you're overhitting because you're hitting too early, and it, oh, it's just terrifying. <laughs> yeah, so... All of that. I hope you are now all sold on this song. <laughs> yeah, it's a great song, though. Fish, you know, they're a really yeah. good band. If you, uh, if you can practice it and get the rhythm right, then it's really satisfying to play. Absolutely. Okay. Now, number nine, I have the live version of Hey Joe by the Jimi Hendrix Experience. Yeah, another great song. Mitch Mitchell is in a fantastic drummer. Oh, uh, Pretty much anything by the Jimi Hendrix Experience could probably fit on this list here. Totally. Uh, totally. Yeah, I know a lot of people know of his six or nine, but Hey Joe has always been a personal Jimi Hendrix favorite of mine, and it is no... And the drum chart basically lives up to that expectation. It's uh, really all over the place. It almost never repeats itself. It's complicated, it's fast, and it's just a lot of fun. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, like, like we said, I mean, really anything. You could really put the entire... Someone could legitimately have a top ten list made up entirely of Jimi Hendrix songs, and I don't think anyone could disagree with that. Because all of those songs are really good. Yeah, but they all deserve to be on a list somewhere. Absolutely. Okay, so what do I have next? Uh, Number eight is... I don't know, what's your list? (laughs) Oh, okay. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm just being... You know what, whatever, forget (laughs) it. Okay, number eight is by The Breakdown. It is Peace of Mind. Another, yes, another great track. This track a lot funkier than some of the other stuff you're going to find on this list, I think. Yeah, this this is funky is a really good word to describe the breakdown and this song. It's it's sort of a slow kind of funk beat, and it's got a little bit of swing to it, but mm-hmm. 
I think it has a lot of bit of swing to it, personally. Okay. It, it's, uh, it's and that's part of what makes it so fun because there's very there's very few songs that you can find on the on uh, in DLC that it have that sort of a swing beat, especially songs that are rock band network. This that's true, and it's hard to find one that are like you know really interestingly charted and a lot of fun to play. But mm -hmm. th this guy really knows how to make a fun drum chart. It's not overly difficult, but it's complex enough that you're gonna have to be like constantly on your toes for what comes next. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Anyway, number seven is by Quartered. It's Africa. Either that, the regular or the RB3 version. Either one of those. <laughs> Africa is another another really great drum track. I think that was when when Rock Band Network was first coming out. I think that was a song that we were really really excited to put out, and I think a lot of people really really dug it when it when it first released. I think so. It was, it was definitely unlike anything Rock Band had seen up to that point. Mm -hmm. Which was actually true of a lot of stuff that was on the network at that time, but I think Africa is one of the standout tracks. It's mm -hmm. it's one of those tracks that's in like 9, 8 or something ridiculous, but <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very little uh, standard drum stuff. You're always going to be doing something pretty awesome, especially rolling all over the toms. The, the drum intro especially is incredibly awesome. Absolutely. And uh, it's very Tool-esque, I've always described it as, and uh, it is just a super, super fun song. There's a Rock Band 3 version that has pro drums. Um, the original came out too early to have that. But uh, So yeah, if you're a drummer and you're, you have not bought Africa, uh, look for the Rock Band 3 version. That's the one that you want. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, so what's number six? Oh yeah, I have... Uh, I had to include somewhere an Iron Maiden track, and so I went with uh, the live version of Hallowed Be Thy Name, which is probably one of my favorite Iron Maiden songs on anything. But Yeah, it's it's certainly, it's a, definitely a classic Iron Maiden track. Oh yeah, and but the drum part really is, it's it's fast-paced, it's it's intense, it's stamina-draining, it's, well, yeah, it's, it's generally difficult, I think. That's a given, because it's Iron Maiden. Mm -hmm. And Iron Maiden's drummer is amazing, and something that it's sort of really crazy about him is that he doesn't really play with double bass pedal, but a lot of the stuff that he does has some insanely fast bass in it. Oh uh, yeah, he's, he, he must just be incredibly good at those double kicks then. He is really, really good. And uh, uh, How Would Be The Name and Fear The Dark Live are the two tracks that I always find myself coming back to from the Iron Maiden pack. I think those are the two strongest yes, uh, I would, drums. I would agree with that. Yes. I was going to say another word like exactly, but as I'm saying exactly, I'm like, wait, that's a lame word. I have to find a better one. But that and then didn't work out very well. And into this diatribe about choosing words. It, it, overall, it, was, it didn't go very well for me. So I'm going to move <laughs> on to number five, which is Doomsday Party by Cybreed, another early rock band network track that mm -hmm. is a, a pretty different sound from most of the stuff you're going to find in the music store. I think uh, musically, anyhow. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving you these openings to talk, and you then there's just silence. I don't have anything to say on Doomsday because I, I really uh, this is one of the few tracks that I think on your list that I uh, I really don't have a lot of experience with. I just remember when it came out, a lot of high top top tier drummers were like, "Yeah, this song's crazy and super super fun." It, so, it really uh, is crazy. I don't know if I've ever five started. I certainly haven't gold started yet. Yeah, I can certainly see why it's on your list. I have not purchased it myself, so I have not. Uh, I can't speak from experience on this one sadly yeah unfortunately it doesn't have any pro drums in it it's way too early for that but it's still really a lot of fun to play and 
just you, it's once again you're gonna be moving everywhere. You're you just cover all over the drums all the time, pretty much. And the drum beats drum. are very unorthodox, and it's mm-hmm. it's tough stuff. So uh, hopefully you're familiar with the next song on my list. This being number four, Dream Theater's Panic Attack. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Is that like a Dream Dream Theater? Is that like a opera band? Uh, yes, that's exactly what they are. It's basically Nightwish without the rock. It's just the Nightwish singer over and over. All right, perfect. Okay, but yeah, Panic Attack. <laughs> Almost everyone. Uh, listening to this is going to have played this but it's mm-hmm. just it's so much fun it's such a great song it's one of my favorite songs from the catalog altogether. yeah Panic Attack is really a really strong song I remember when Rock Band 2 was announced and the set list was coming out and when they said that they had Panic Attack it was that moment of like oh my god that's gonna be so crazy and then, like, people just linking the videos of Portnoy playing Panic Attack, like, in a recording studio, and just watching him, and you're like, oh my god, how are they even gonna, like, try to replicate this? They did a really good job, and it's super, super fun. They really did. I remember when I first saw the video of that song, I try and play along, and I'm just, like, so tired by the end of it. I was like, I'm never going to be able to do this. Yeah, it's a, it's a great, great track. Anyway, number three is probably uh, one of the I'm going to start this again. Number three is a song that uh, I almost uh, never encountered because I hadn't heard of it before, but I randomly stumbled on a video of it, and I'm really glad I did. It's uh, Testament with More Than Meets the Eye, which is... Part of the uh, part of the uh, Brutal Legend pack, if I believe, uh, if I'm remembering br- correctly. Uh, I didn't know there was a Brutal Legend pack, actually. It was three songs. <laughs> Well, I remember the song from Brutal Legend. It was during the final uh, campaign. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. But yeah, this song, it's uh, incredibly driving beat. There's going to be lots of bass pedal in there, but uh, the song, it's just so manly. It's the manliest song on the service. It's really, it really exemplifies the type of metal that I like to listen to. Yeah, It's very so- strong, hard, f- very focused thrash, but not sloppy yeah, you know it's not favorite. sloppy thrash it's very concise it's very well played oh, yeah I it's think. it's it's really tight uh, stuff yes. these guys are very musically talented one of my favorite parts is listening to the really nice clean fills and playing along with those and then the crash ends on the offbeat that sounds so cool yeah yeah absolutely so yeah that's that's definitely something you should pick up if, if you've never heard of it before go and check out a video and I think you'll agree it's something you need to try out yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's toms all over the place. There's just fills pretty much constantly. Great, great track. Anyway, uh, number two is one of our own tracks. Uh, one of, Probably my favorite drone track we've ever done. Well, obviously, given the list. But <laughs> anyway, it's one of our Andromeda songs. It's Chameleon Carnival. which um, Our some... instrumental song from uh, our, our uh, Andromeda Launch pack. of songs. I don't know. I think it's something really better than that, but I, I wish it could have been a pack. But yes, but, Andromeda, yes. a great band, great, great drummer, does a lot of really crazy fills. There's a really strong drum solo about partway through. Yeah, what we said about uh, Testament being really tight, Andromeda is like three times that, basically. <laughs> they're, 
just so precise, so musically talented. And this guy, he he just does these crazy things on the drums that I would never think of in a million years. But it translates so so well to rock band. It is such a joy to play, and it it is quite difficult. Make no mistake, but it's not so difficult that you'll like be throwing down your sticks in rage or anything. It's so much fun. Yes, it's very very powerful, very strong prog metal. That doesn't really ever get to a point that's like so absurdly difficult that it's unplayable. Yeah, there's there's that one part that's like stupidly hard that I never get, but it's only a few seconds long. <laughs> um, it's like that one. Well, you know what? I'm not going to go into it. <laughs> don't have so, what is your final, your number one favorite song that is available for rock band drums? My favorite, absolute favorite Buster song. Buster Voodoo. But, just, <laughs> yes. Hit the nail on the head. No, you did. You're totally off base. Um, my favorite drum track, it's a classic. It's one of the very first rock band songs. It's Won't Get Fooled Again by The Who. Because I am an absolute Who fanatic, and Keith Moon is one of the best rock drummers in history, I think. Yeah, and I mean, his, his play style translates so incredibly well to rock band and creates just some of the most unique and fascinating charts you'll ever find yeah, I think yeah, his play style is, is in, in uh, man that's a word I don't think I can pronounce irreplicable that's, that's, that's a good word what I was trying to get at um, quick story about that I think I told the story last time we did this and then the podcast failed yeah you might have <laughs> but uh, was playing uh, in a tournament at PAX East a couple years ago, and we had to play face-to-face -face against our opponents, and the song that was chosen was Won't Get Fooled Again. We played it roughly the same time, and it would get to the drum solo, and we were slightly ahead, so I had to play the drum solo before the other guys, and the drum solo starts, and I'm hitting it, and I'm playing it, and it just feels awesome because I literally have a room of people watching me, me and me alone playing this one part of the song that's really difficult. And I just hit the the very first bit of it, and then all I hear from the other side of the uh, all I hear from the other side of the room is, "Dude, that sounded like you hit that perfectly." Nice. And I was just like, "Dang straight, oh yeah, about to FC this." And then I like missed, like, I missed someplace, but oh. <laughs> it was awesome. It was a great feeling to be able to sort of command attention like that during a during a drum solo. Yeah, that that'll actually work anywhere. As it turns out, you can command attention that way. Yeah, <laughs> just by just by doing a drum solo. Pretty much, yes. Anyway, yeah, that that song it's it's that perfect uh, that perfect level of difficulty that's uh, not too challenging, not too easy. It's just right in the middle of you know I, I can play this any time and feel great. And it's like his he moves all over the place. We say that a lot, but it happens a lot in our favorite songs. We like to move around the toms a lot, or at least I do. That yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm -hmm. So that's yeah. uh, so that's your top ten. That's my top ten. So, uh, yeah, look forward to more top tens in the future. Um, you know, mine will probably be a top ten on drums at some point. I'll probably do a top ten guitar. I might get Sound Defense to do a top ten vocals at some point, which I think could be really fun. Maybe top ten vocals. I might also go for top ten keys. I, top I ten like keys. keys a lot. Yeah, that'd be hard because you don't have as much. Actually, it'd be easier because you don't have as much to work with. Yeah, that, that makes it a lot easier to narrow down the tracks, yeah.
And welcome back from that break. I wanted to change this up a little bit. Uh, typically, we usually do four songs a week, but it's a little bit harder to do nowadays because sometimes we have... It's, it becomes a little bit awkward because sometimes we'll have five songs come out. Sometimes we'll have three songs or two songs, six songs, whatever. Um, we're just going to do from now on in these sort of two people podcasts. We're just going to talk about every rhythm author song that has come out between podcasts. Uh, I think that works best and, you know, it'll be an easier way to sort of gauge the songs that are coming out. Um, so as for this week's sound defense, what is the first song we are going to talk about? First song is a song that we probably should have been talking about a long time ago, but something went horribly wrong. But now we're talking about it again. This is a new terror horse song called Magnolia. of a new song by Terror Horse called Magnolia. Mistaken, what what did you think? I think uh, I think when that song starts and it start you know it starts going and you're like, oh yeah, this is Terror Horse, they're doing crazy guitar work, they're doing crazy drum work. And so it sort of feels um, like standard terror horse fail or fair standard terror horse fair. Uh, so you know, people who are expecting that are gonna be pleased with that. Cool. Uh, the part that really excites me is the the, the like bridge type area where uh, it gets a lot calmer, the guitar becomes clean, the dude starts singing. Actual singing. I was blown away. It's crazy. And it's good. These guys, they can do pretty much anything they want, I guess. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Apparently, they, f- they have a singer who is good. It's awesome. You know, it, it's, it's really nice to see Terror Horse have a different kind of sound like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it... It probably makes this my favorite Terror Horse song that we've done so far. I probably have to agree on that one, just for all the above reasons. That said, I could never play this song. It would kill me immediately. <laughs> oh, I will absolutely play it, because uh, Cam's drums are totally crazy. They're super, super fun. Um, there's, you know, just anyone... If you've ever played his stuff before, it's crazy. There's no stupid hard blasts in this. But there There's, is one one specific part that's just blah, 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 crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> if anyone ever hits that, I will be shocked. To- totally insane filling going on here. He's traded the blast for fills, and they're about uh, just as nuts. He's, yeah, uh, light speed fills, yeah. The, the thing is just what really gets me is the off-time uh, kick placement that it can do with this, like, laser precision. It mm-hmm. just amazes me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he is an absolute stunning, stunning drummer. Uh, the guitar and bass is equally crazy, I would say. Yeah, guitar probably greater than bass, but the bass gets just absurd. Yeah, the bass definitely goes. The guitar the guitar basically never stops the entire song. Just never stops being crazy. It's, it's just hobos <laughs> forever all the time. Yeah, and it's, it's pretty awesome. Uh, I think there's nothing... I've said this a million times, and I'm almost always wrong, but I swear I mean it this time. <laughs> I think the double bass version for this one's really good. <laughs> there's I nothing. Yeah, there was a, when I was looking at it before. There's nothing in it that was super, super duper fast. Um, 
except for the very end fill, I guess, but that's just double kick, so it's not big a, de- a super big deal. So I definitely think that, I mean, if you're going to get a Terror Horse song that's double bass, it would be this one, I think, <laughs> because I'm sure he could do something way, way, way crazier. Uh, probably so- could, especially with some of the blasts that he does. He can probably just kill us all. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as for my first song this week, actually, I guess that's for my only song this week. First and only. Yeah, first and only song this week. This is After the Burial's song, My Frailty. by After the Burial. Sound Defense, what do you think about that uh, 500th After the Burial song that we've done? Uh, well, uh, I think that particular After the Burial song, it's it's uh, more than anything, I'd say, a drum showcase for most of the song. Mm-hmm. That seems like... Uh, this happens in a few After the Burial songs, I want to say. Maybe not Pendulum, but uh, the guitar and the bass, they sort of seem to chug along with the, the double bass or the regular bass, sometimes the double bass, but... Mm-hmm. Mostly it's the drummer who's uh, changing things up and playing the interesting parts and the ridiculous impossible fills. Yeah, the drummer is usually uh, usually drives the band forward, it feels like. Uh, the drummer sort of defines the rhythm that the uh, guitar and the bass follow. Uh, as you said, this song has some ridiculous drum fills in it. Absolutely intense. There's, there's this one that he likes to repeat over and over. It's just the, the notes happen so fast I can barely discern what they are before they're gone. It's literally like blink. It's like blink and you would miss a fill that consists of two snares, two toms, and two uh, two other toms. It's like, and you're just like, was that was that a fill? Did he? Ha- what what just happened? <laughs> he knocked over his drum set. Yeah, it was awesome though. Um, and then like there's a couple other spots where he has just more typical double bass fills. Uh, that's a super intense ride pattern during the guitar solo. Um, and then after the guitar solo, he just does the double bass fill for like, what, like ten measures? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's just really ridiculously extended. Yeah, I don't think I've seen one quite that long. It's like an infinity fill. It's crazy, yes. but super awesome. Speaking of the guitar solo, there's a guitar solo, and it's totally sweet. <laughs> yeah, the guitar solo for the song is totally crazy. I think, I think Moa FC did it the day it came out because he's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that that's well, he's. Him, but. Yeah, yeah, but it's super, super nuts. I mean, it's got some pretty pretty intense strumming in it, but there's also a lot of hopos, and then the very end of the solo is literally just a, a, a series of sweeps that are really intense. Yeah, the, the the whole the feel of the solo sort of reminds me of it's got like a rock and roll sort of infusion to it, along with the metal part, and it sounds really cool. Like the whole breakdown part of the song is the departure from the rhythm-driven uh, part of the song, and it sounds really, really neat. Sort of like a different song, and I like it a bunch. Mm-hmm. I definitely, yeah. I mean, if you're looking for an intense track, I think this is really a good one for you. I think this is one of the best uh, instrumental, like instrumentally, I think this is one of the best after the burial tracks we've done. Um, it may not be... I may not like to listen to it as much as I like to listen to Pendulum. Pendulum is probably my favorite after the burial song. Yeah, that's probably my favorite too, but uh, instrumentally, I think this one stands above and beyond a lot of the rest of the stuff. Um, Sound Defense, what is the final song that we have released 
since the last podcast. Our, our last song this week, it's by a fellow we've worked with before named Richard Campbell. Before, he brought us a Christmas rock medley. Now he brings us another medley based on the World Cup called England Rock Anthems. Rock Anthems by Mr. Richard Campbell. Mistaken this song. This song. This song. Tell us about this song. Oh, it's so great. It's just the best. I love playing vocals on this song. Oh, yeah. Vocals, (laughs) vocals, I think, are only second to keys, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, vocals and keys are really bad on the song. (laughs) Yeah, there's there's almost no vocals. There's almost no keys. Like, for, for those five seconds, those keys are pretty neat, but, you know, that's about it. Yeah, so if you're looking for a key uh, FC, that's not super, super easy, since you do have to actually play for a little bit. It could get you some goals, though. But mm-hmm. anyway, uh, the other three instruments are just, uh, oh, man, so mm-hmm. good. Just very, you know, a lot like the Christmas uh, medley, very lead-focused. So, I mean, you get to do a whole lot of fun hopo chains and just a lot of really super fun patterns on guitar. Um, and the bass as well. I mean, the bass is no slouch when it comes to Richard Campbell, I don't think. Yeah, this, he's, he's one of the guys that... Rich, Richard Campbell likes to show off, So, which bodes and well we like for anyone who off. plays. Yeah, it bodes well for anyone who plays his music because they're going to be entertained and challenged, and they're going to have a really good time. Totally. Um, I, I, I feel like the two instruments that really stand out here are guitar and drums. Yeah, of course. Um, I authored the drum track, and it's just... Oh, God, it's so much fun. I haven't gotten the chance to play it yet, but it looks like it's going to be as good as Christmas Rock Medley, if not better. Mm-hmm. I think it's a lot, e- a little bit easier, the Christmas Rock Medley. There's not quite so much fast stuff in it, but there's just, I mean, it's the same same idea of sort of building a bass and then filling off of that, and it, it, it works super well, and it's super duper fun. Um, a lot of really great moments in that you're just like, oh, that feels so sick, I can't wait to play that. Yeah, the thing is there's a lot of cool moments like that because like i said he likes to show off so he'll throw in these like you know quick little drum fills pretty much everywhere in the song so you're always doing something cool yeah he's very he's very active as a drummer um and really anything else i mean it's really really a great track definitely definitely look into it you may realize quite you may realize that you know a lot more england anthems than you thought (laughs) just uh be careful of the ending Yes, be careful of the ending on drums. It's a bit of a doozy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd call it something else, but then we'd have to bleep it probably, so... the Rhythm Office podcast. I promise we're going to have a guest on again at some point. Yeah, we just need to get our <laughs> stuff together, basically. We're, yeah. we're, it, it's a period of big change in our lives. Don't judge us. <laughs> Don't judge us. We're changing. Um, 
as for the podcast, you know, if you want to subscribe to the podcast, do so through iTunes. Um, if you want to know more about Rhythm Authors, you can go to RhythmAuthors.com or follow us on Twitter at, at @RhythmAuthors. And if you want to know more about the Rock Band Network, you can go to RockBandNetwork.com or Creators.RockBand.com. Uh, as for me, if you're interested in my rock band stuff, you can check out uh, my YouTube channel, which is Sound Defense RB. I post a lot of rock band videos there, or at least I will be. Uh, if you want to see just the other stuff I do, I post every once in a while on Twitter at, at the Sound Defense, and I also have various writings at Cracked.com and NintendoGal.com. If you want to find my writings, you can find them at GameZone.com and the PMS Clan website, PMSClan.com. And if you want to follow my general interest stuff, you can find me on YouTube at Mistaken or MistakenSH. You can follow me on Twitter at, at Mistaken, and you can listen to my original music at Mistaken.Bandcamp.com. That's M-Y-S-T-A-K-I-N. Another successful podcast, Sound Offense. I'd say this was one of the most successful podcasts we've had in quite a while, actually. Yes, I now have to turn my fan back on because it's incredibly hot. Yeah, I probably should have turned mine off at some point earlier in the recording. Well, if you sound like crap, we'll know why. trying to record that right now this is the rhythm authors podcast for september 5th sorry i got stunned when i realized that this is september freaking september yeah episode what number are we so 22nd one more month one more month and we're gonna be uh full year doing this year old what are we gonna do 